Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right, cool. One more time for the kids in back. We're starting in constructive rest pose. It's Sunday. That's totally fine. Constructive rest pose is lying on your back with the soles of your feet on the floor and your knees together. I know it sounded like I said child's pose. Um, and if you want to take child's pose, go for it. But uh, constructive rest, press your feet into the floor, feel your sacrum level on the floor, back of your rib cage, back of your head. Just allowing your body to drop down into the mat. To have a moment that's just where you take in the goodness of having got to this place called your yoga mat. I guess it didn't happen by accident or even luck. It happened because you made a choice to spend this hour taking good care of yourself. So, we start off being pleased with that effort and that success. One more breath here. Then bring your feet parallel, press both feet down, then raise your right leg and press through the heel. Squeeze the right leg tightly, draw your abdominals in, draw your front ribs in. We're going to lower the right leg about halfway down. And then again, lower it down. Hover it just above the floor. Draw your abdominals in, have a breath. Press your heel toward the wall in front of you, or the lack of wall in front of you if you're outside. And then squeezing the leg as if resistance. Bring the legs straight up. Then extend your left leg out straight on the mat. Dig the left heel in like you're trying to wrinkle up your mat. If that's having an adverse effect on your low back, go with the foot on the floor again. Then one more time, you're going to lower your right leg halfway down. Hover here, squeeze the leg. Draw your abdominals in, front ribs down. And then lower the right leg almost to touch the floor. Things get very warm in the central body here. And then squeeze the right leg, bring it up. And we'll bring both knees in onto the chest. And then soles of the feet to the floor, hands to your rib cage. Take two deep ujjayi breaths in and out through your nose. Feel your ribs expand. And release. End of the next exhale, press your right foot into the floor, pick the left leg up, squeeze the leg tightly, press the roof up, and then lower the leg about halfway down, draw in through your lower abdominals, draw shoulder blades and lowest ribs to the floor, lower the left leg as far down as it goes, squeeze it tightly, press the floor with your right foot, 
back body into the mat. And then as if against resistance, draw the left leg up. Good. And then extend right leg out and grab the mat with the heel. So you're engaging hamstring and glute muscles. If this is too much on the low back, head back to the uh, sole of the foot on the floor. Squeeze the left leg tightly and take it down about halfway. Focusing on finding center of your body, lower abdominals, upper abdominals, drawing in. And lower your leg as close to the floor as it will go. Same thing here. Keep the lowest ribs down, shoulder blades down, jaw relaxed. And then left leg back up. So as if against resistance, squeeze it tight. Then both knees in and both feet to the floor. Hands to your rib cage. Just take two deep Ujjayi breaths. In and out through your nose. And then if you have a strap, we're going to take the strap around the right foot, left leg as you like, and stay with the sole of the floor, or extend it out. If you extend it out, uh, consider grabbing the mat with the heel for a little more active grounding there. And then with the strap, if you've got it, I'm just going to find a length where you can keep your shoulder blades drawn to the mat. So not just, a, just a, any old way to hold the strap, but actually plant your shoulder blades to the mat, actively press them into the floor, and find just enough tension on the strap that that's possible while you press the leg or the foot into the strap. The leg's trying to press forward as you're drawing it back. And breath in. Long, slow breath out. Transfer the straps, both tails, into the right hand. Take the leg out to the right. Press the left leg down. Press both shoulder blades down. And they're actively pressing the floor. So there's this retraction of the shoulder blades. Those of you who like the anatomical words. And as the legs went out to the side, you've got with the strap. Resist that out to the side motion with the strap, press the leg into the strap, like the leg's trying to make it to the floor, but the strap is you know, giving it a little, little extra there. Then leg and strap back to center. And just gonna cross the center line with the leg. Keep the uh, strap in two, take the two ends of the strap into your left hand. And then as you're bringing the leg across, do kind of the opposite. You're going to try to pull the leg back to the right while the strap stays drawing to the left. Both shoulder blades stay down on the mat. Take breath in. And breath out. Then you release the strap and bend the knee into the chest. Good hug in. And you can just lay your strap to the side for a moment. We're going to take the body long, fingertips toward your back wall, toes to the front wall, and then walk all the limbs over to the right for banana pose. And as you do that, 
you might want to catch your left wrist with your right hand. We're going to cross the right ankle over the left so that you're pressing the left heel into the mat. You get again that kind of pull into the mat of the heel that activates the leg and gives you uh, some, an anchor point to move from into this side bend. Unwind that, come back to center, bring all the limbs back to their usual spots. And then you've got left leg up with the strap. Sole the right foot to the floor or right leg extended. You can just leave that right leg alone. If it's that kind of day, it's that kind of day. Or dig the heel in a bit to give more support as well as work the back of the leg. Good for warming things up. Then you find a length of strap that allows you, if possible, to press your shoulder blades down to the floor. So we're just kind of activating good posture there, uh, using the muscles that, that create healthy upright posture. And as we're here, you've, you've got just enough hold of the strap that you can press the leg as if you're trying to press the leg forward to your front wall or down toward the mat, but the strap is resisting that. Breathe here. And you bring the two tails of the strap into one. Take it in your left hand. Leg drops slowly out to the left. You keep the right side body heavy and down to the floor, so shoulder blade heavy hip heavy heel. So if you've got that heel digging in, that helps. You think about the pulling back of the right shoulder blade, both shoulder blades pressing the floor. Keep yourself at center. And then get the legs trying to press itself toward the floor, but you use a strap to, to hold it. So the legs working outward against the strap. Breath here. center. Keep the, the two tails of the strap together. Transfer them into the right hand. Just going to cross the center line just a bit with the leg. And then as you've got the right hand holding the straps taut over to the right, shoulder blades are staying down on the floor. Pressing the shoulder blades into your mat and press the left leg to the left. Strap to the side, and we'll bring all limbs over to the left. You can catch the right wrist with the left hand. You can hold the right ankle down with the left. Dig the right heel into the mat. And reach long through the right hand. Pinky and ring fingertip. Inhale, unwind it all, come back to center. Soles the feet to the floor, constructive rest pose. Enhance your ribcage, just two long, slow, jai breaths. 
breathing through your nose, drawn by the muscles of your throat. out again slowly. Bring knees into chest, nose to knees, curl up tightly, like just tightening up using your abdominal muscles to curl your upper body in. And if you like a little rocking chair action on your spine, go for it. Otherwise, coming up to seated, seated cross legs. Either, either leg in front, we'll do both. So whatever's comfortable first. And pause, have a few shoulder shrugs. Let's see what's going on in there. You might some sounds, like a little bubble wrap in your shoulders. As long as there's no pain there, we're all right. And then one at a time. Bring the shoulder blades down the back. Bring the arms out to the sides for cactus goalposts. Press elbow points down as you lift your chest up. And in a wall behind you that you're placing your head, your shoulder blades, and the back of your arms on. Just pressing back into it. We'll breathe here. Next exhale, we're going to bring the elbows together in that unbound eagle where the elbow points, maybe they touch, maybe they don't, maybe your hands touch, maybe your forearms touch, if your elbows touch, pull the forearms apart, make a B shape. Good. Breath in. And long, slow breath out. Cool. Release that. Have hands back behind you on fingertips. Lean back into them. Lift the chest up. Spinal extension there. And then whichever leg you got crossed in front, we're going to reverse that cross. For the sake of all the Libras in the room. From here, we're going to work a little bit of side bending, just a little to start. Uh, just some pieces and parts of it. So uh, Take your right hands to your left collarbone. And then take the left arm up. And any way you want, this is okay, just like the arm moves. And then play around with how your arm moves when you reach overhead. And it's like you're going to go for that side bend. A lot of times, what ends up happening to us, um, you can see right here, I've got my arm over my head and I kind of appear to be almost like in a side bend. Mostly, what I'm doing is lifting the collarbone and lifting the shoulder blade toward my ear. Let's do the other side. Take uh, other hand, right, and then you reach up along through the side body. There's no problem with elevating your collarbone. There's no problem with elevating your shoulder blades. You may notice that uh, we're not getting much side body bending here, and when we start to change the direction of the side bend, uh, doing different postures, we can end up kind of like with the tail wagging the dog, where it's like the arm is just crowding the ear and the neck is not happy. Um, so we want to take this action out of the side bend. Um, not bad to do. You just did it without hurting yourself. You're not going to hurt yourself when you do these. But one thing we need to start doing is focusing on the actual side body lumen bend. So let's take the uh, let's take your your right hand to your left collarbone. Bring the arm up and just assure yourself that the the collarbone, the shoulder blade, they're kind of staying in their space. And then you'll start to walk your right hand out on your mat. 
and take the side body from your hip to your underarm long as we bend to the side. Once you get there, you've got space around your neck, and then you can feel what it's like to just go ahead and let the let the shoulder drop in toward the ear. If, if this doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother you. Uh, if, if that really does kind of crowd your neck, right? go back to where you were. And breath in. And come back to center. And pause. Feel the two sides of your body. And we'll take the other side and we'll start again with hand to collarbone and just go ahead and let the let the shoulder come up, let the collarbone come up. And then go ahead and drop that out of the way so that this area stays relatively relaxed. And then side bend by taking your left fingertips out on the floor, crawl them out, and let the actual side body do most of the action of getting to the side. You can look up, you can look down. If you then want to play around with letting your shoulder come up towards your ear, it's not necessarily a bad idea. It's not. Uh, it, it could get you something that's, that's desirable. Uh, we just don't want it to be the only thing we're doing when we side bend. There's there's a lot more to the the lateral flexion that we can get going back up and out of this. Um, we'll take soles of the feet together in Bhadakanasana. Yeah, so different little uh, side body opening. We're going to take the right hand out to the side again, and you're going to come down to the elbow. So you've rocked over, your butterfly has gotten drunk, and it is now leaning on the bar. Your left hand is going to come to the inner thigh, the left inner thigh, and press that leg away from you. One more breath here. And then right hand that's on the floor, press it into the mat to slide up, back to center. You got butterfly again. Then we're going to topple the butterfly to the other side. As you walk the fingers out, come down to the forearm. The uh, right bum cheek, by the way, the, the sitting bone will come off the floor. That's fine. Then you're going to take the right hand to the inner thigh, press away. Breath here. And then on an inhale, come on up. Cool. Last thing we'll do with this, you can combine those those last two. We're gonna take the right arm out to the side again, topple the butterfly over. This time, reach the left arm uh, like we did in the side bend. As you press the uh, left knee away, and now this time with the shoulder, so a little shoulder mobility here. Roll the left tricep down toward the floor. When you roll the tricep down toward the floor, feel your shoulder blade rotate kind of wide on your back. Then pull the shoulder blade in toward your spine. And then rotate, palm down, tricep down. Feel what happens through the, the lap muscle there on the back. With palm down, pinky finger rolled down in the side bend reaches. Feel a little more through the back. To release that, bring the arm out of it. Press up to seated, pause, feel the two sides of your body, have a breath in, long slow breath out, and then other side.
So you're going to tip your butterfly over to the side. You've got your elbow, left elbow on the floor. And then you're actively pressing the right thigh away from you as you reach the arm into the side bend. And you can feel what it's like to pull the shoulder up to the ear. Uh, for most of us, like it's really compressed. Press the arm that's on the floor into the floor. Lift your chest up there. Rotate the upper tricep down. And then and then do the opposite. Rotate it up toward the ceiling and feel what happens around your neck and shoulder. Then rotate it down. When you rotate it down, press then through pinky and ring fingertip. Press the opposite knee away. Or actually the same knee. Press the knee in the opposite direction. And then on an inhale, unwind it, slowly come back to center. Pause, sit tall. Use your hands on your shins to tether your shoulder blades to your back. Lift your heart and your chest. And then we'll climb over the feet and up into downward facing dog. Pause here, plant your hands, plant your feet. So notice in this particular down dog, after that particular sequence that we don't always get to before a down dog, just pause and notice where you feel what you feel. Right. These poses are interesting all on their own. They're also interesting to note right, what combinations of poses do together. What does a down dog feel like after a lot of side bending, hamstring opening, versus what does it feel like coming from child's pose? One more breath here. Let you let out through your mouth. And look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. sway side to side. And then back to center. Let your spine find the midline. Let your brain drop at center. Set your eyes to one point and soften them. You can close your eyes and go in. Have a breath to clear out. Then we'll release hands to mat and walk feet together. Down into your feet and on an inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. As you exhale, hands to heart center. deep ujjayi breaths, in and out through your nose, inhale fully, and exhale completely, keep that pattern, we're just going to add some movement to it, inhale, 
fully reach out mountain pose exhale bow forward breathe in lift halfway flat back breathe out fold down and walk your feet hip distance apart breathe in reach up mountain pose Breathe out, sit back, Ukatasana, reach forward. Breathe in, stand up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, walk your feet apart, mat distance as you fold down. Inhale, reach up to standing, arms overhead and wide. Exhale, turn the toes slightly out and sit back to Malasana Garland Squat, hips straight down as far as yours go. It's still early. Breathe in, reach up. We're going to walk the feet together, mountain pose. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hands, step back. Lower all the way to your mat. Knees down, chest down. Inhale up for locust. And exhale, release down slow. Hands underneath your elbows. Inhale up for cobra. And exhale, release slow. Hands out to the floor beyond your mat on fingertips. Inhale to high cobra. And release down slow. Good. Have the hands in underneath your elbows. Repress back to hands and knees. And down dog. Breath in. Long, slow breath out. We'll look forward, walk, or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in fully. Breathe out completely. Fold down and in. Last bit of breath out. Lunging salutation, press your feet down, reach up to stand, exhale, fold, breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance, exhale, step your right foot back, low lunge, knee down, toes stay tucked as we come up, cactus the arms, pull the elbows down, then hands to the mat, step back, high to low push-up, to upward facing dog, and downward facing dog. If you prefer at any time to go to the floor for cobra or locust, do that. On your inhale, take your right leg up behind you, three-legged dog. We'll take a big step into a low lunge. 
back leg stays tight. Knee stays off the floor if you can. Reach up. Crescent. Fan your fingers. Exhale. Fingertips to the front of the mat. Step up. We'll bring feet together. Inhale to lift halfway. Press the floor. Draw long through your chest. And exhale. Bow forward. Press your feet down. Inhale. Reach up to stand. Beautiful. Exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway and walk the feet hip distance apart. Then step your left foot back. Toes stay tucked. Knee comes down lightly. Reach up. We'll pull down through cactus. Then hands to the mat. And step back. Chaturanga or not chaturanga as you prefer. <laughs> breathe in. Back bend. And breathe out. Down dog. Squeeze your left leg tightly with an inhale. Tight the leg up and back. And then big step. Low lunge to crescent lunge. Back leg stays tight. Reach up through pinky and ring fingertip. Hands down to the front of the mat. We'll step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward. Those take a lot of coordination and balance. We come sunnames back to steady breathing. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant the hand, step back. Chaturanga or you do your thing. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Then we'll look forward. Walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in. And bow forward, breathe out. One more sunny. Press your feet down, reach up. And exhale, fold. Nice. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. With your inhale, bring about your back bend breath in. Exhale completely the down dog. Have a breath in. Empty out. Press the floor with your hands. Lengthen up through your side bodies to your hip creases. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. 
Sanbi, sit back Ukatasana. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back. And push up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty, right foot forward. Breathe in, take the whole breath in. Contemplate the whole pose from feet to fingertips. You have plenty of time for that. Exhale, hands to the mat. Step back, chaturanga. Feel well aligned, press your hands down, pull your heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. All the way empty, feel the pose register in your body. And left foot forward, feet plant. You have a full inhale. Feel the imprint of the pose from your feet to your fingertips. And the exhale to bow. Plant your hands. Feel the plank take shape, lengthen it. Then inhale up, facing the. And exhale. Press the floor, breathe out. We'll step the right foot forward up between the hands. Come up and around warrior two. That's an inhale. You have the whole inhale to neaten this thing up, to register the pose, know where everything is. Then exhale, side angle pose. We take the uh, right forearm to the inside of the thigh, press the thigh into the arm, and for right now, let's bring the left hand to the hip. Getting the the length of your side angle stride might be a little longer than your more two tries, so, so check that out, go a little longer. And then lean back like your rib cage in the back of your head on the wall behind you. Good. One more breath here, just like this. Then you look to your mat, low push up or down dog, breathe all the way out. The low push up, feel it there, and then up dog. You have these moments at the very top of the bottom of the breath to feel what you're doing before you go on to the next thing. It's a great little training for life. Left foot forward, in the center of your mat, back foot flat, up and around. Or two with checking in, pause. You stop doing, you feel, then exhale, side angle, we'll bring the right hand to the hip, start creating the action of feet into the floor, drop the front thigh, chest up and forward, be light in the left arm, and then you've got that wall behind you that you're envisioning putting your shoulder blades to. As uh, earlier, we put the shoulder blades on the floor for those leg stretches. Same thing, press the shoulder blades into it. Back of the head, too. Just feel your front leg. Notice if it's drifted in a bit. Open it back up. Yeah, I don't know how I knew either. 
right shoulder blade draws toward your spine for this round. And then look to your mat. <laughs> Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up. There's this little freeze frame where you feel it, where you neaten it up, you polish it, you get it longer. Same thing with the up dog. And breathe out. Down dog. Pause here, take breath. Taking the sensation of breath. Empty out, press the floor. And then right foot forward, and again up to warrior two. Right. Imprint it again, feel it, body knows it. And then side angle pose, right arm to the inside of the leg. If you've got a block, even better grab the block. Use the three points on the floor for this one. I'm going to bring the hand to the hip again. Do the things we just did, which was uh, the shoulder blades to the wall behind, the, the head to the wall behind. And then with the left arm, you can just, in front of your body, you're going to take the arm out and then forward, palm down, pinky finger down. Press into your feet, both of them, but particularly the back foot. Press the back foot down and reach through the pinky and ring fingertip of the left arm. The triceps rolling down, you feel the shoulder blade rolled wide on your back. Plenty of space around your neck. Back foot presses. Pinky and ring fingertip press. It's so nice to have a block here. You can just press that thing into the floor too. Get more leverage with the side bend or side reach. And then with an exhale, you're going to look to the mat. Plant your hands. We're going to step back right to down dog. Down dog in which your left arm probably feels longer than your right arm. I probably shouldn't suggest that, but my guess is that most of us truly do feel like that. And then breath in through your nose. Did you clear out through your mouth? Bring evenness to all four limbs. You'll step your left foot forward, up between your hands. Arm comes up and around. Good. We've got warrior two and the imprint, then the side angle pose. You get plenty of time. These exhales and inhales, they're long, they're full, they're complete. Right? left hand to a block if you've got it. We'll bring the right hand back to the hip as we did before. Right, so step by step, methodical, precise, especially on the second side. Shoulder blades back of the head to the wall. Check in with your front toes. Make sure they're straight ahead. I can tell by looking right now that some aren't. Might be yours. I don't know. You might look and you see. Actually, I do know, but I'm not going to call anybody out. To the right arm. Reach around and then forward. And play a little bit here. Let the shoulder blade roll toward your spine. Let your arm kind of roll behind you. Um, this is typical in this pose. Uh, let the ear drop toward the shoulder, kind of the diving the arm down toward the front of the. And then rotate the tricep down, press your back foot down, and reach long through pinky and ring finger tip 
So the arm will be in front of your face. That's right. The, uh, the arm coming from the collarbone. You can get a sense of where your collarbone is. Reaching forward. And then you turn your sternum to go up into this. Instead of pulling the arm back, the whole chest rolls. Press your block into the floor. Be good to your neck here. You don't need to see the zoom monitor, I promise. Chin in. Breath here. And then look to your mat. Plant down and step back. Down dog. Feel the two sides of your body. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop top of this base. Press your feet down. Draw long through your spine. Heart forward, back of the head forward. Take your time folding down your full exhale. Complete breath out. There's plenty of time to get there. Plenty of time to feel it. Press into your feet. Roll up to standing mountain pose. So you build it. Feel it. And then hands to heart center. Samastiti. And grounding your left foot down. Take the right foot over top for standing pigeon. Sit back into it, hands at heart. And then if you have that block around, somewhere you can just catch it. Catch the block in your left hand. And we're going to hook the right elbow under the right knee and you're going to lift the knee up like you're cradling the leg with the arm but press the leg into the arm so the arm is trying to lift the knee up the knee is trying to press down breath for three And then on an inhale, unwind all that, plant both feet, reach up, mountain pose, feel extension through your body, like you take that moment to feel the action through your whole self. Then hands to heart center. Bring it in, you cool it down. Ground through your right foot, take the left foot over the right thigh. Sit back. If you got a block, block goes into your right hand. The left elbow scoops under the left knee. And you press the knee into the arm, arm up into the knee. Continue with that action of knee pressing toward the floor, arm trying to lift the knee up. Knee saying, no way, I'm going to the floor. Arm saying, no way, you're staying here. And together, creates the end range of motion. Stretch for hip rotators. On an inhale, you're going to unwind all that. Take your time, come into mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, reach your fingers. Exhale, we'll fold. 
in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Hide a low push-up. You could skip that for down dog. If you're taking the low push-up, take a moment, feel it. Be there, activate it. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. If you're a low push-up, up dog feels more like a uh, like shut up dog. Uh, that, that's that's usual. Uh, start putting your knees down so you can really take a moment in chaturanga. Your breath in. Long slow breath out. You're gonna look to your right wrist. Bring your right knee down for pigeon. Not the usual one that we do uh, all relaxed style though. The, the warrior style pigeon where you press the front shin bone down, you lift your bum up off the floor, and then arms up overhead. So it's the, the pigeon warrior. We're pressing the shin bones down, lift up, and then back bending. That's up to you. If you want to go up and back, just make sure that it feels great to you. If it does, cool. Press down, lift. And then exhale, hands to the mat. We're gonna step back, down dog, stay here or inhale forward to high plank. Exhale to low push up. Again, just take that little snapshot of the pose, be there, polish it, then upward facing dog, good. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Gonna look to your left wrist, slide the knee in there, it's real simple, and then press into shin bone. You can use blocks under your hands, you can keep your hands on the floor. Press the floor away with your legs, lift up through your front body. Maybe that takes you into a back bend, maybe that's just not like what your body wants to do. Anyway, you're taking it. There's a buoyancy quality from your legs up to the center of your chest. Get breath in. When we exhale, bring hands to the neck. toes. We'll step back. Down the breath in. Long, slow breath out. Bring knees to the mat both of them for camel ustrasana uh, take it first with just arms out to the side palms forward and then turn the palms out to the side so you're rotating the arm bones out space crush chest everything feels good there try tucking your toes keep lifting up to your chest and see if the, the fingers want to meet the heels totally fine to let your hips drop a little back we don't want to collapse back used to be that like you cannot let your hips drop any way back that's not true good have one more breath where you are use your abdominal muscles to draw yourself up and then back to seated on your heels and close your eyes soften your face breathe so one way to gauge how how your camel well you know how your camel feels when you're in it one way to gauge if you're overdoing it is if it's really, really hard to get out of. If you have to struggle out of it, that's your sign you're too far in. 
and that's probably again like a life lesson that we could all take on but that's besides the point right now with camel this is one of the reasons I advised you too if that uh, that exit strategy was a little bit uh, awkward or painful a little less this time come on up and ideally we go into the pose symmetrically so if you're taking your hands to your heels that can happen both at once we don't have to like grope around back there if you don't get your hands to the heels it's like not a big deal um, it, there's nothing special about touching the heels except that you can feel around and see if you've got any calluses back there and to come up all abdominals pulling you up one symmetrical U coming up again so there's not a kind of a back and forth seesaw deal and then we'll take down dog breath in breath out Come down to your knees one more time, this time turning to the side of your mat for straddle. And first thing you do in the, the seated straddle is just seated straddle. Uh, find first uh, a seated position that you're comfortable with where you can sit onto your sitting bones. You might need to do a little, little lasana pop-up or you might want a blanket. And dig the heels in like we did in the, uh, the hamstring stretches earlier. Hugging the heels into the mat. And, uh, and get a little bend in your knee when you do that. Right, so even if you don't need to bend your knees, we're just doing this for, for the work of the hamstring muscle. Then also activate your quadricep muscles. So you're still pulling your heels in and you're working the quadricep muscles. And if your knees never get to the floor, no problem. But now you've got both legs working super strong. One more breath like that. And then release it. And all of a sudden the straddle just got like... 50 times easier. Do it one more time. Dig your heels in. Feel the hamstring strength. Little knee bend's good here. Then squeeze the quadricep muscles. Nice. You can keep that. You don't have to. Walk your hands out a little forward and we're gonna sway a little side to side. So keep a little dig of the heels in to anchor you. Not to anger you, but to anchor you. And then back to center and just whatever whatever is deep to you. Just let the body release. Three long slow breaths. Your hands back in and up to see that and a little rotation so you can take your right hand to your left knee and then back to center left hand or right knee so that's relatively it's a decent raising motion if you can get hand to knee and that's about it you stay there if you can slide the hand just a little further down these next few passes maybe like mid shin I'm going a little fast to demonstrate. <laughs> Take your time. Breathe in, come up, and breathe out. 
slide the hand down as far as yours goes down your leg. Breathe in, come up. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. And eventually, if you get your hand to snake around your foot, cool. If not, also cool. As far as your body's going to take you into these flow and twist. Again, we're not going for the, the most extreme range of motion. We've got just a little movement of the body side to side, getting into a different angle of the side bending. One more round with your breath. back to center. As you sit at center, and try a few things. Just time for it is time for the Ministry of Silly Poses. Bring your left foot in like you're doing a squat. Now, for some of us, those that were originally flexible enough to think they were great at yoga and they should become a yoga teacher, you might get really, really far in because your body just does that. That has to do with your joint structure. Uh, and then if if the body's a little more tight, you might be a little more out like this. So whatever degree of bend you can get with the sole of your left foot to the floor, right, knee over ankle, and then we're going to side bend toward the other leg. So you can slide the arm down the inside of the leg, dig that heel into, and then taking the arm uh, like we did in side angle, reach forward and then around for your foot. If you never catch your foot, it's totally fine. Uh, just the the arm here, like the side angle pose. Then take your right hand back and catch the left ankle if it's there to be caught. So so this, uh, this bind where you take your right hand to the left ankle, that's actually fairly doable. Could also be doable with a strap if your leg is further away from you. Keep breathing here. And then like, if that top arm comes around and catches the foot or the ankle or something like it, cool. If you want to rotate and twist into it to see if you can touch the foot, that's also cool. You don't have to want to touch the foot. And then unwind it, come on back to center. Slowly take the other side. So. Fold, unfold, whatever degree your right knee bends is great. It might be different than the left, let it do its thing. Once you got that, we're then pulling the left heel into the floor. You're just going to side bend over toward it, just slide that arm toward it. And if that's what you got, that's what you got. If this uh, right knee keeps falling in, you can always keep an arm on it. You can also then take the top arm around like that side angle pose, keeping the, the shoulder and ear in a good position. Then you can slide left hand back. And if you can catch the shin, if you can catch the shin with the left hand, it's a nice leverage for the pose. It's that's about, that's all it is. It doesn't matter uh, if you catch it or not. I mean, like the world doesn't instantly become a better place if you catch your shin. Uh, you know, our life becomes better when we 
explore, get curious, try new things, feel more open. Have two more breaths here. I'm just coming up to like look at how you're doing in terms of are you breathing? Also, are you checked out using your phone and you know texting or? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised how seldom that ever happens. Have one more breath in. Come on up. And then back to center with feet together, Baddhakanasana butterfly. <laughs> Take your time. Really good. Really good work. And bow forward. If you just haven't gotten enough crazy sh- stuff in your practice, instead of the butterfly, right, take your right leg over top and clamp your your right leg to your right tricep then kick the left leg over top, then send the legs out to the side. And then if uh, you're done with that, come back to center. If you're in butterfly, you're now going to lift up and lift your chest and tether the shoulder blades to your back and sit real tall and elongate your spine as much as you can. And if you want to do weird stuff, clamp the left leg over the left tricep, the right leg over top, hands out in front of you, you lean forward, and you pick up. And then we'll all make our way back to center, bring the soles of the feet to the floor, and lower your body down to your mat. Bring in your knees into your chest. Right knee stays in. Left leg reaches out. Take a twist. Inhale your way back to center. Take your time in switching sides. Be sure your sacrum and your rib cage and your head are all aligned and centered up, that you're chewed up before you twist to the other side. Unwind, come back to center. And we'll hug knees to chest. Happy baby if you like it. Stay here if you prefer it. Drop your sacrum heavy to the floor either way. Get still in your body. Your breath in. As you breathe out, you release to Shavasana. body lay out on the floor 
arms and legs at your sides, or if you're feeling a little like to bring the hands to the center line. It's always nice for, for centering in or for, for staying a little warmer. And bring your awareness to the outer edges of your feet, outer edge of your heel, outer ankle bone and outer calf. edges of your hips, the hip points, sides of your waist, and the side ribs, all the way up through your underarms, and awareness to your collarbones, the notch between sides of your throat and neck, to your ears and the back of your head, your whole body lengthen out, sink down and spread. So enjoy the space of yourself. ready to come back. Start with wiggling your fingers and toes. Take your time, roll to a comfortable side and pause there. And make your way up to seated. You know, take your time to build the pose. Time to imprint Feel it register in your body and to polish it. In order that you feel better.
for your own enjoyment of your space. We'll bring our hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Namaste. So good. Well done. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.